0: you're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Today is the feast day of Our Lady of the Rosary. I began the last hour by commenting briefly on a a wedding prep I had, and I, I visit with them about their faith life. And she was a witness to me of how the power of the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary brought her back to the church, uh, and it was a it was a very heartfelt, tangible. Re- the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary was very heartfelt and tangible to her, and it was just it was just very beautiful to see. And, and I I think this this feast day of Our Lady of the Rosary reminds us of that how Mary's role uh, is to lead us to her son. Uh, God's eternal plan of salvation did not begin without Mary, nor will it conclude without Mary. Without her model of faith, her prayers for us, and um, the beauty to have a mother that she is. We'll, We'll conclude this hour with Bishop John Quinn from the Diocese of Winona to talk a little bit about our Lady of the Rosary and what's going on uh, in in his diocese. But first, my next guest is Dr. Stacy Trosenko's, and uh, she will be the speaker for the RPR banquets in Sioux Falls, uh, Rochester, Williston, and Fargo. All of these dates are on our website. Uh, your Real Presence Radio. How does that go? It's, it's changed, Karen.
1: RealPresenceRadio.com.
0: RealPresenceRadio.com. Yep. It used to be com when I started years ago. I think that still kind of feeds into the other one. It does, yep. But But look us up. Sioux Falls on November 2nd. Rochester on November 4th. Williston, My Old Stomping Grounds on November 9th. Bishop Kagan's birthday. And Fargo on February 7th. The speaker will be Dr. Stacy Trosenko's, who is my next guest. Uh, good morning, doctor.
1: Good morning. Thanks for having me on the show.
0: Thank you for being on Real Presence uh, Live. Um, first of all, tell us a little bit about yourself and and where you're from and where you're calling from.
1: Okay, great. Well, I'm. I'm first of all, I'm very excited about coming up there um, to your area. Uh, twice in um, November and then again in February. So I'm totally looking forward to it, and thank you so much for the invitation. Um, a little bit about myself. So I, uh, I grew up in Texas um, as a Baptist and um, left my faith when I got into college. I was studying science and um, thought science had, had really the answers I was looking for. And one thing led to another, and I found myself at graduate school in Penn State, um, in in Pennsylvania, and then went to work for DuPont. And uh, somewhere in my 30s, I started to come to grips with the fact that that chemistry, as much as I loved it, really was not answering the questions most pressing to me. As a, a mother by then, I had two children. Um, so, I, you know, it was really a search for truth, and my love for science was always a search for truth, but then I was compelled to go beyond science, and uh, c- couldn't ignore the fact that that all of the, the structure and the beauty that I learned about in chemistry, that I was studying the handiwork of someone far greater, so um, it, it all fit together. Then I started asking questions, I married a cradle Catholic, Jose Tresenko, since the the difficult to pronounce last name. Um, <laughs> I've been doing pretty well. <laughs> you did great. Thank <laughs> you. No, you said it exactly right. <laughs> um, so I, I met and married him, and and we were having um, a, our child, our first child together. And I, I read the Catechism, where you know children are the supreme gift of marriage, and it kind of struck me that children are gifts, not highly complex composites of atoms and molecules. <laughs> you know, like organisms, they're actually gifts. Um, there's the spiritual dimension to our reality. So, um, all of that, everything, my love for science, my quest for the truth, um, my acceptance that there's a spiritual realm beyond the physical realm and that they, they all work together for the fullness of the truth. It just, it all came together. And, and my husband and I were, Married sacramentally, married the sacrament of matrimony in the Catholic Church. I was open to life, and we now have seven children and six grandchildren. Um, And and, and it's just really a great honor and privilege to be able to share my excitement with people um, who may wonder if there's a conflict between science and faith, because I, I came at it through chemistry, um, loving chemistry even more because I found faith. So it, it's a. I like to share that perspective with, how, with how whoever you, will listen.
0: Uh, and and we are and we will. How did how did you get involved with uh, the whole high profile speaking that you're doing now? Uh, uh, tell tell us that trajectory in your life.
1: Yeah, how did I become a speaker? That's a good question because it's just kind of like every day I wake up and say, "God, give me the grace to know and do Your will." You know, like like when I decided I was going to be Catholic, I was not going to speak out of both sides of my mouth. I'm all in. If this is the truth, if this is what Christ told us to do, um, I'm going to obey and and hope that I will understand later, which I did. So I you know I tried all those things out in the laboratory of my life, and I came to understand why we're asked to do the things that we're asked to do. It made sense. It made me happy. Um, it, it increased my love for my children and the understanding of my my place in the world. So so there I am. I left my job at DuPont, you know, biggest chemical company in the world. I'm a senior research chemist. I said to my husband, these kids are everything to me and I wanna I I, I wanna be with them. So I stayed home for fifteen years and it was during those fifteen years I got kinda bored Um, wiping butts and filling sippy cups and breaking up sibling fights and stuff like that, I I wanted to know more about my faith. So I studied, I got a master's degree in dogmatic theology at Holy Apostles. And that's when I started writing about it. I'm like, this is very abstract, but I know how to communicate abstract concepts in a very very real-life way. So I started writing. And when I wrote my book, Particles of Faith, that was when i started getting asked to speak a lot. so it was really with that book. but i wrote that book while i was homeschooling five kids living in the adirondack mountains. so, so
0: <laughs> and uh, so, so, so you can multi- you, so, so you can multitask. so so th- this yes. this um relation of of science and faith is is deep in you. um yes. i i i remember um what pope saint john paul the Second said uh, about how how each science and faith can can help each other, uh, if, if I can recall, he, he said he said that science can purify faith yeah. um, when, when when faith needs to be purified of error or superstition, and faith can purify science when science falls into idolatry which it it often does right right mm-hmm. follow the yeah. science follow the science follow the science uh, fa- mm-hmm. faith can purify science uh when science falls into idolatry and false uh, assumptions uh, I, I and yeah. and uh th- this goes to faith and reason and Thomism. um th- this th- this has really um been your um your raison d'être, in, in, in a sense, and what you're doing mm-hmm. right now, right? Your, your your reason to be.
1: It is, it is, because I, you know, I like to say this crazy thing. it's not only is there not a faith and science conflict, it's I think modern science is one of our greatest tools for evangelization. Because we live, we're still living in the explosion of the scientific revolution. I mean, the, phone, the cell phones we have today, you and I both know, they're nothing like what we had even a few years ago. Um, and we didn't even have cell phones, you know, not that long ago, they weren't even a thing. So we're still in a, in a technological explosion. But the reason for all of it is because there's order at the quantum level, at the atomic level. Even at the macroscopic level, there are laws of nature that, that go way beyond human understanding. And if we can just learn to manipulate them, but a little bit, we can, we can, you know, better living through chemistry, like they said at DuPont. Um, it's because God made this world and, and we have, we, we need scientists who understand that, who can practice their science with virtue so that that we truly do progress so that we're not just doing things because we can, but doing things because we should, that we're good stewards of the planet, good stewards of each other, that we respect human dignity, um, and that that technology is is really being used in a way that benefits us. And there's a lot of confusion about that in the scientific community right now because for the most part, they don't even acknowledge that humans have a soul. Um, So... There's a lot of work to be done by Catholics. There's a lot of evangelizing that can be done. Um, So, yeah, I just, you know, I work for Bishop Strickland in the Diocese of Tyler as the executive director of his Institute for Catechesis and Evangelization. Um, And he and I are very different. He's not uh, analytical and strategic like I am. He's a very faith-filled man, but we're like faith and reason (laughs) working through these questions of how best to evangelize, how best to reach people. And, and I also, as a mother and a wife of almost 20 years, a mother of seven, I know the heartbreak of real life, trying to raise your kids and let them go off to be who they're meant to be, um, you know, while holding them close in your heart. So, so, uh, so I, I, you know, in a weird sense, the periodic table and things like that in science just tell me on a daily basis that God's got this, that, Everything, everything really can be trusted into his hands because he's keeping things in motion that we don't even know about at the atomic level.
0: <laughs> and what I like about uh, getting to meet you and listening to you is how um, you, you use saint, uh, science to, uh, to establish the faith, where some people yeah. use science to, to say there, there, there is no faith. Um, doctor, we're going to take a break as we come up on 15 minutes past the hour. If you could hang on, please. My, sure. my, my guest is Dr. Stacy trasenkos um, it, it almost looks like Tresankos. It's T-R-A-S-A-N-C-O-S, uh, but it's pronounced Tresankos. And uh, speaking of um, modern phones, I, I'm getting to know all of you, uh, all about you here as, as I listen to you. And I'm looking at the book, <laughs> I'm looking at the book, Particles of Faith. And we're, we're going to talk about that when we come back. Uh, that, that was one of your first, I think, right? Uh, yeah. You, you, you have a, you have a, a, a book... Um, um, ma- ma- many of them, uh, many many uh, interesting things come up uh, when I when I Google Stacy So We're going to talk about them. we're going to talk about them on the other side of the break. My name is Monsignor Schumacher, and we'll be back in just one moment. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Well, I think I must have. I think I was actually in college when the station got started. So I used to study uh, my classes down in the library where the first radio station was. So I was I was close to it anyway, at least physically, and uh, <laughs> and I also had time to listen to it then, which was which was great. So it was formative. Uh, I really enjoyed the the Catholic Answers uh, program, just uh, really helpful in terms of apologetics and how to how to respond to the different challenges that get made to the faith and you know how to respond to them intelligently not just say well that's the way it is <laughs> but like oh this is the reason why it is the way it is i found that to be helpful hi i'm father joe forsell i'm the state chaplain for the knights of columbus of south dakota
1: this is nancy leffer from saint patrick's and dickinson i'm paulette jacobson parishioner of saint hildegard's in minokin thank you for
0: listening to real presence radio You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join in the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. We're back to Dr. Stacy Trasenkos, who's uh, uh, calling from uh, Texas. She's going to be the speaker at the upcoming RPR banquets in Sioux Falls, Rochester, Minnesota. Williston as well as in Fargo uh, and she's a great interviewer we're getting to know her uh, here and uh, doctor you you indicated your first book or an important book in your life entitled particles of faith particles as in as in Particle. particles P-A-R-T mm-hmm. particles of faith yes. um, what inspired you to write that book while you were homeschooling you said seven children and um, five
1: at home oh, yeah okay
0: and and um <laughs> well, what what inspired you uh, to write that book and and what do we need to know about particles of faith written by you
1: yeah what inspired me to write that book was i just wanted to put it all together like i am a huge fan of father stanley yaki the late father yaki he died in um 2009 and I started studying his work when I started studying dogmatic theology, and I loved what he said about science being born of Christianity, how it was born in the Christian West in the Middle Ages, long before the scientific revolution, that it was the Christian worldview of creation as, an, as ordered, you know, in the beginning God created, that was God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. So creation was created with order and rationality and with love and goodness. And that, like my whole life just came into, and snapped together when I realized what he was teaching. And so I wanted to further his message. And I, having the five kids at home constantly exercising my head to make me say things as simply as possible, it hit me that, that science is the study of the handiwork of God. It's really that simple. And if we teach our kids to come at science that way, like God, it's creation. The whole world is creation. And when we study science, we're learning more about creation. We're learning more about the mind of God so we can know him better and love him more. And and so it's that simple message, you know, I, I wanted to just capture, I wanted to tell a little bit about my journey into the faith so people would understand the perspective I'm coming at it from through chemistry and then I also have a section, two sections in the book, one on questions in biology, one on questions in physical sciences, um, because as a chemist, I, I can dabble in both, because chemistry is like the dogmatic theology of science, it's like the fundamental. so um, I just hit questions like evolution, uh, free will, um, wh- when does life begin, uh, just all of the, the harder questions, I just summarized it all together, but with that Solid foundation in place that we are looking at science as the study of God's handiwork. So we're never going to ask a question like, does science prove or disprove God? That's, that's ridiculous. Like it occurred to me one night as I was putting lasagna on the table for the kids. That's like the kids saying, hey, does this lasagna prove that mom exists or not? It's, a, it's an absurd question. Because obviously she does. There's lasagna. She made it for you. So, God exists. Here's creation. He made it for us. And it's really, it's, it's really expounding on what St. Aquinas says in the beginning of the Summa Theologia, where he's, he's kind of saying creation is, is evidence of the existence of God. And I'm thinking, yeah, read a physics textbook today or a biochemistry textbook today. That's even more evidence for the existence of God. So the, argument effectum,
0: the argument yeah. per effectum. The argument effectum of Saint Thomas Aquinas, yeah. uh, that we we truly yeah. know God through through the effects of creation and the beauty of creation. Yeah. I'm looking at the book here. Uh, this uh, science was born of Christianity, by Doctor Stacy Trasenkos, The teaching of Father Stanley Yaki. Um, yeah. Why why. Um, why did you connect with his teaching? What, what moved you about this, yeah. late, this late priest?
1: Oh, and, and that was my very first book. It was actually my master's thesis. What connected me with him in my very first class, Philosophy for Theologians at Holy Apostles, I was assigned to read his book, The Savior of Science. I mean, and that had to be God, you know, because imagine I'm sitting in bed with my seventh child, a newborn in my arms, and I'm reading about how science was stillborn in, in these other cultures that didn't have the view of creation and how it, 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 it had a viable birth, the birth of science in the Christian Middle Ages and, and the early universities. And it just, I thought this message has to get out. Like, this is so radically different and so simple from what we usually hear and it you know it doesn't mean that christians alone are responsible for science it means that they they stood on the shoulders of the giants that came before them with all the accomplishments in the the ancient chinese and ancient babylonia and ancient greece especially and even the, the arabic works but it it took that mindset that 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 nature is creation to start to say oh well it should have mathematical laws that we can apply to motion, um, which is really the thing that started the scientific revolution. So I just, I I found that to be so beautiful. And I also read that Father, one of Father Yockey's last letters before he died, he said, because he was kind of cantankerous from what I understand. He kind of put you in your place if you didn't say something right. And he he said in one of his last letters before he died that he felt like all his work was like water off a duck's back that he had failed to get the message out even though he spent so many hours a day just doing research and writing in the fire like in the Firestone Libraries at Princeton where they had the ancient documents out in the open he he looked up every fact of his research before he said anything he, it was it's amazing what he did um, so I thought all right. So well, he probably didn't expect a homeschooling mom, of seven, um, former Dupont chemist, to come along and further his work. But that's what I'm going to do. I'm just I'm going to I'm going to put my my motherhood into it. You know, my understanding of this and why it's important for our children, uh, and just and just start talking about it. And and I do think there that has borne some fruit. I think the next generation is now taking a look at his work anew and appreciating what he contributed. Because the research he did, I don't think I can even read it in a lifetime. I don't know how he got all that research done, but it's all there for us now. Um, so I'm very grateful to him for doing that.
0: Father Stanley Yaki was a Hungarian-born priest, a Benedictine, mm-hmm. and a professor at Seton Hall. Yeah. And he uh, he died in 2009 right. on, on April 7th. Uh, he died in Madrid, Spain, mm-hmm.
1: uh,
0: and I'm I'm looking at I'm looking at his life uh, right here. My guest is Dr. Stacy Tresancos, and she'll be in in the area here in the Upper Midwest as speaker at the RPR banquets in Sioux Falls, uh, Rochester, Williston, and Fargo. Uh, check uh, the Real Presence Radio Network uh, uh, website for for the dates and. Um, I'm interviewing her about her life. Very, very interesting. She's calling in from Texas. Uh, as you come up and prepare for the Upper Midwest uh, next month, and then you'll also uh, be in uh, Fargo in February, uh, right. what, what, what do you... And, and I'm coming away with a lot right here, uh, visiting with you. What, what do you hope the listeners at, at these banquets will, will come away with?
1: A deepened perspective on creation, a, a renewed like even more profound, to be even more profoundly Catholic, like just a, a, a renewed deepening of their faith. Because when I explain to people just what an atom is, okay, just, just what an atom what what actually is, what the periodic table actually is, with that, that view that it's God's handiwork, it's mind-blowing. Uh, it's mind-blowing, period, but when you're thinking about it that way as a person of faith, it, it really does instill in a person just a new perspective. Like, I didn't, I didn't know this about God. Um, and so it, I intend to change people's lives when they come to my talks. Like, I, I don't want to, I appreciate it when people will listen and let me talk for an hour. And I, I certainly pray very hard that I don't waste their time. Um, so yeah, if your life has changed, then my goal is met. Thanks be to God.
0: And uh, as we near our break uh, at the bottom of the hour, Doctor, is there anything else you'd like to uh, in- include? You're, you're speaking to a, a, a large chunk of the upper Midwest here, and it's great to have you on the line. Um, any final thoughts?
1: I have, now that I'm 52, looking back over my life, I can see how God's hand was at work in just my little puny life and the things that I do. Pray every morning, God, grant me the grace to do your will. Just every day, say this gift of this day, this gift of this heartbeat I have right now, just every breath I take, um, thank you, God, for my existence. I'm going to try like everything to figure out what you want me to do and, and accept the grace to have the courage and all the other virtues I need to actually do it.
0: And I often say to young people that that is um, the only prayer they should pray if they don't pray much. Lord, lead me to do your will. Uh, Your will, not my will. uh, And I will be happy. Uh, joyful doing it, and um, it's, it's a great way to end, uh, Dr. Tresenkov. Thank you for being on Thank Real you. Presence Radio. We look forward to having you in the Upper Midwest. She'll be Thank speaking you. in Sioux Falls on November 2nd, Rochester, Minnesota, November 4th, Williston, North Dakota, November 9th, and Fargo on February 7th. Dr. Stacy. Trisenkos. Uh, check our Real Presence Radio site uh, to get your table at one of those banquets. And I want to thank you, uh, Dr. Trusankos, for all of your goodness to uh, Real Presence Radio and for enlightening us uh, in the last half hour. God bless you and your family.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on.
0: Call back after the banquets and let us know how it went, all right?
1: Okay, we will do.
0: <laughs> all the best to you. As we come up on 30 Minutes Past the Hour, I began my show... 90 minutes ago by highlighting today's feast day of our lady of the rosary and um, when we come back uh, we're going to consider maybe a consecration to her as i interview uh, another favorite minnesota bishop of mine bishop john quinn will be on the other side of uh, the next half hour we'll be back in just one moment